0: What the fuck is up, everybody?
1: We're back. Episode nine, I think. I don't even know. We're almost at episode ten. Nine we episodes. We have to do something for. I didn't think we get. I didn't think we get past two. Honestly, I still yeah, don't. I still. I is, still don't.
0: And more importantly, it's like four months at this point.
1: I know. We've every Tuesday. We've every Tuesday. We've been rocking. all well, every week we've been rocking this. It'll
0: be it's Tuesday awesome. soon. We're recording on Monday night. Trying something a little new. Little back. remote action. Tim's at home. I'm at home.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. We're back here. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley fucked himself. Something that I honestly did. See, was coming. I expected him to be big on the training that on the um on the trade block this offseason. MLB, figure it the fuck out. That's all I have to say on it. Jose, do you have anything to say on it or no?
0: No, MLB just, you know, it seems like as the time goes by, they're drifting further and further apart. And we're starting to get to a point where you can wonder if we're going to have a 2022 MLB season. That's how scary it is looking. So they I better know. figure it out, man, because there's a lot of dollars on the table and there's money to be made on both sides. Figure it oh, out.
1: There's people's sanity on the line. Um, yeah, yeah, we got that. We have a lot of NBA lot to talk about. Ho- Jose went to work. He, uh, he got, feeling uh, hot
0: about the Nets this week. Feeling, feeling hot about the. I got, I got hot about the Nets. Say. I want to get that off my chest.
1: We're gonna get. We're gonna get right to you. Um, we had
0: the. If we had the flames buzzer, I'd be smacking that right now.
1: Wow. Like, yeah. yep. No, we got a lot to talk about. We got not a lot of time to talk about it. We're gonna get right into it. Jose, you good?
0: I'm good. Let's get it.
1: Hit the music. Why don't you talk tonight? Drugs got me sweating but the room getting colder looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder ain't with me part with me get high with me if you right with me smoke with me drink with me laying with me part with me get high with me if you right with me all right we're up uh so we're we feel like this is the biggest issue to talk about. We're going to try and curtail it just because we know that like how we open is usually our biggest topics. Calvin Ridley. I mean, Jose, I really think the the only, the only thing that we can really talk about with it is the, he bet he made a he made a $1,500 bet. He got caught, the NFL investigated and he suspended him and they suspended him for a year. That's,
0: that that's but like I'm a failed not, i'm not sure it was one bet it was, was it specified that it was one 1500 dollar bet i thought it was the two that was $1,
1: that $1, was what, that was what he spent yes he yeah. uh, he he left the he left the falcons in the middle of the season due to me, uh, mental health reasons which speaking as someone who has mental health uh, who's had mental health issues in, in the past i hope that he found some type of peace and some type of way to recover from that i truly hope he did but this wasn't something this i was absolutely- expecting he he was he uh, has been suspended a year, which like it's it, it the way I interpret the rules, Jose, is that it's just one of those things where like, I remember when we were in high school and if you got caught and if you got caught with a cell phone, it was an automatic ten demerits. Like there was just no talking yes. about it. Like I feel like this is it. Like yes, we're in 2022, where gambling is legal, but if you get caught doing it and you get caught betting on your own team. There's no talking about it. You're suspended. Is isn't an archaic system that's not necessarily for us to say? Jose, I, I, I'll, I'll, I, I'll ask you. I'll ask you. What, what's your opinion on it? Do you think? Yeah, do you think this is? A, so do you think this is right or wrong?
0: I think that this is right for the NFL to suspend him. I I, I think that maybe a half season suspension might have been a little more appropriate. A full season seems very harsh. But I'd be curious to know the duration of time that these bets were taking place, right? Because he could have been placing like one dollar bets over a three or four year period. I don't know when sports gambling in Georgia became legal.
1: So it wasn't and in it, Georgia. Just, just to jump, in, I don't want to interrupt your take, but just to I, I have some information on it. So the NFL in, in its statement today when it released it, when it released the announcement of the suspension, this happened after he was away from the team in Georgia, after he had cho- after he had said that he was leaving Atlanta. He this was year? this past year, correct? He went somewhere. Uh, he was not in the state of Georgia at the time, which is probably what allowed him to be able to gamble. And he placed a total of fifteen hundred bets. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a total, a grand total of fifteen hundred dollars on bets, on parlays that included, um, that included Falcons. the Falcons at one point. This was not one bet. This was a multitude of bets that I don't know how the NFL found out about it. Like I really don't. I don't know if his friend dined them out. So I don't. I don't know if they managed that. But that that is just like it wasn't. It wasn't on one instance. This was a multiple instance thing.
0: At first thought, I think to myself, okay, Calvin Ridley wasn't playing, right? So for him to bet on his team's outcome, he has no effect in it. He has no impact in it. So he should be, you know, him betting on it should be like it normally would be against his contractual obligations when you're playing I, I absolutely 110% agree that you should not be able to partake in placing bets on your own team or any other team in the NFL for that matter. And then on the second hand, because he was out should he have been allowed to because of that absence but then you still realize that he has inside information to the locker room it's no different than inside trading on, on Wall Street right. He knows if his teammates are going to be ruled out for the week. He knows if coach is just putting a, you know, a, a probable or a questionable next to a player's name to try and maybe scheme against the other team and what they're drawing up to, to play against them that week. So once I think deep, I think I think from the surface, you can say it's okay once you dig deeper into it and you realize why he might actually feel more motivated to place bets on his own team then that could definitely be a reason why, you know, I could I could justify the one year suspension from that NFL.
1: So the biggest thing I think to differentiate between this, he wasn't a free agent at the time. He was some he was given permission to be away from the team, which means he was still under contract. And I believe he was still getting paid Hundred percent under contract. So he, so, so so I think it's a, I think it's a blanket clause in the contract that you forfeit your right to do it because it not only, you know, I remember there was a, there was a game, it was a, it was Dallas Cowboys. It was Dallas versus what were the Redskins at the time. D'Angelo Hall was a, was a cornerback on the team who, um, he it – was, it was some bullshit, like Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless type of Monday morning quarterbacking. But it was a Thanksgiving game, and Dallas tried an onside kick. They tried an onside kick. Heck, they weren't successful. D'Angelo De- um, – oh, my God, what's his name? I just said that. Um, D'Angelo Hall got the, got the recovery, and he ran it back and then to- proceeded to take a knee. At the one at the one yard line and people were like, oh, he's point shaving, he's point shaving, he's point shaving, whether it was true or not. I, I really think that, like, it cast the legitimacy, it, 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 it casts doubt on the legitimacy of the, um, it casts legitimacy on the, I'm sorry, it casts doubt on the legitimacy of the outcome of the game, because for all you know. Calvin Ridley has boys on the team who he's placing the bets for who are, you know, maybe maybe the running back at yep. the time. He knows, he knows his over-under is 47 and a half, and he rushes for 46 yards. Ooh, he finishes the under. Someone, an experienced gambler, even though he loves to, even though he loves to bet, sometimes he bets the under. He bets the over that day, and he gets fucked over from it. it you know, he, one, of, one of our friends, who I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who the fuck he is. He's been pissing me off, lately. Um, he is saying, "Why shouldn't players be allowed to bound themselves?" It's not a matter of why they should or shouldn't. These are the rules. These are the rules that are set forth by your employer. There's no talking about it. Now, do I? Deserve, now, do I think right, you, really, you put the me? pen
0: to the paper? You had a chance to review that contract. You said you would play by those rules, and at the end of the day, you you disobeyed your contract. So now You're you are getting have to get suspended.
1: You're getting paid eleven and a half million dollars. If one thing says that you can't that you can't gamble, guess what? I hope that fifteen hundred dollars was worth it because now he's at eleven and a half million dollars that he may never get back now, because not only is his trade value shot, his market value is now shot because now he's a year off for in his prime from football. I don't think Atlanta will bring him back after this because it, now on top of this, and again, I, I truly believe Calvin Ridley had some issue. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to downsize what I'm about to say, but he is now from a from an asshole's view, oh, he left. He left the team to go deal with mental health. But he's in Florida, or he's in Arizona, or he's somewhere where he's gambling on these games. Why, why does he have time to gamble, but he doesn't have time to play football? Like someone is going to look at it like that, and it just makes you look like I was going to pose like that asshole.
0: question to you. Right. I thought of that, I mean, that's another thing. You could ask, are these two things connected? Was, Was he gambling on sports games, specifically the Falcons games, because he was away for mental health reasons? Did that allow him the time, you know, to like place those bets and to get involved in that aspect of things? I could totally see where you're coming from though. And I think that Calvin Ridley, there's going to be a narrative around him that he has you know, issues or he's problematic or he's not somebody that you want to take a chance on, a waste of talent, right? Because he sat out those games last year. There's still a very negative perception around mental he, health issues in the NFL. He, he's
1: weirdly in like an Antonio Brown type of situation where he's going to have to take a bullshit contract to get, an, to get another shot at this.
0: Oh, and right. it's just I mean, it's a like contract something I is is just, contract next uh, year just a shitty...
1: You know, I again, it's it's a bad it's a bad look for the NFL. It's a bad look for the gambling community. It's it's just a bad look all around. I'm, you know, and then he came out and he's like, "I only bet fifteen hundred dollars. I don't have a gambling problem." Jackass, that wasn't what they suspended you for. They suspended you because of the now you've questioned the legitimacy of the game. And I right. don't, you know, I, I hold Calvin really responsible for this. Like, dude, I hope you. I, I hope that you. Worked on your mental health, but this was a really bad fuck up. Yeah, Pete Rose, one of the best players to ever play baseball, is not in the Hall of Fame or allowed in any of the thirty NFL, uh, in any of the thirty MLB teams, uh, stadiums, facilities for any reason because he's banned for life because he got caught gambling on himself.
0: And oh, by the way, we'll probably it's
1: a it's a bad game. look all around.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's bad. Uh, you it. know, but he's fortunately he's. T- I can't, can't hear me. Right? Not at all. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Man. I still hear myself. I think my mic's on. Can you hear me now? God, <laughs> Yeah, now I can hear yo. you. Yo, yo. Yeah. Hear you. Yeah. I had to turn my mic up to full blast, I guess. I didn't even touch that before, though. So
1: I think I I think I did it because I, had, I could watch the next game on my phone, and they're playing Sacramento right now. And I was I was looking at it as you were as I was saying shit, and I think that might have well cut the audio off on my phone. So that might on my headset. That might have been... maybe
0: because I said something before too, and I was like, oh damn, he's really just gonna ignore me like that. And you probably didn't even hear me. No, nah, my bad. It's all good. Anyway, happy to be back on the show of the pod. Yep. But uh, but yeah, I I mean he's going to have a persona around him, right? That he's a bad influence on a team. There,
1: there's always that going to be the cast of doubt over him.
0: Exactly. And that's what's going to loom over him. And, and he's, he's talented enough that if he goes somewhere, he gets a one-year deal, he proves like a prove a deal, right? And then he comes yeah. back the following year, has a huge rebound year. I could totally see somebody taking a chance on him and signing him to another long-term deal. But that's because he is young, he's super talented, and he still has a lot of potential to break out into but you know you really got to walk a straight line in this next year. Otherwise, you know, you're right there with like, and you can't and, and you be-
1: can't get caught gambling on anything. You you can't yeah. be in Vegas. You can't be on Fanduel. You can't be on anything. And like nothing. Like this next year is about you getting your mental health straight and staying in the best possible shape that you can. Absolutely. Okay, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there because Jose has some more pressing issues that he would like to discuss. MLB figured the fuck out. There we go. We just I just tackled my most important issue of the night now. On to Jose, yeah. who did a wanna, lot of
0: work. You should we talk about MLB real quick or you want to just on through? There's so, nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. The MLB season, I mean it's not reported that it's in jeopardy, but it feels like it. Maybe I'm just being dramatic. At this point, I feel like we're getting ready to cancel another week of games.
1: Allegedly, tomorrow is another internal deadline. The, the, tweet I, the tweet I read today said that both sides, the owners and the players, feel like both sides have made concessions and the other side has just not wanted to listen to them. Both sides feel that way. At a certain point, the players are going to be like, fuck this. Like, we're just talking to a brick wall. Let's just go home.
0: I heard that if they start delayed, it could wind up not counting as a full year of service time. Yeah, so that's a lot a, of young guys, namely your boy, Pete, Pete. Alonzo, wouldn't be eligible for free agency, and then he's going to have to play a whole other season. Which, mind you, Pete Alonzo's how old, 26?
1: He's something like that, but I... i i hasn't even got
0: a contract yet, It's ridiculous. I heard
1: that. The one thing Buster only said is that that's a threat the MLB can use, but they would never be able to carry on with, like... It's the same way that, like they said, is the Rona year gonna be? Well, if they, assuming they didn't play, was the Rona year gonna be a um, a year that counts towards a year toward a year of service? And then they ended up playing the game. But it's just, it's a threat the MLB would never be able to follow through on. That, I, so
0: so ML, right. MLB is trying to figure it out. All right, and from New, New York to Russia.
1: From New York to Russia, we go.
0: And no, not the way that you think of. So have you followed up on have you followed up on this story, Tim? Are you familiar with it?
1: I saw that I saw the headline. I didn't read too much into it with what's going on over there. I know that not only is she an outspoken. We're talking about Brittany Browner, for those of you who don't know. I know that she's an outspoken person. Uh, this is I'm not being stereotypical. I just know that over there this shit doesn't fly. She I know that she's openly gay. Um, I don't so I kind of figured that there was some level of bullshit along here. Like it could, it, it could have been something as simple as it smelled like weed or they're just trumping these things up to, to to make her seem like a bad person to hold her. But I really, I don't know anything about what's going on.
0: So she went through an airport trying to get out of Russia. Right. And her bag went through a metal detector and they stopped her And they found a little package and I guess they opened up that package and that's where they found the weed parts or what was Mm -hmm. like allegedly hashish oil commonly referred to as, but, uh, so she plays in Russia. I looked into this. She's played in Russia for the last seven years and she makes about a million dollars a year over there because the NBA doesn't pay her shit.
1: WNBA pays them shit.
0: So first of all, how crazy is that, that, you get more to play w, basically WNBA women's basketball professionally in, the, in Russia, but the United States max salary, I think it, I think their base salary, right, and put this in perspective with MLB, to, if you want to put it into you know relevant terms, it is like 60 grand compared to, you know, NBA, which is probably what, at least half a mil?
1: Something like that. I think it's 660K, and, but you want to – did and, you uh, just compete be- – just to get a little more sidetracked, did you see your, your owner is facing expulsion charges from a WNBA because he and the other team owners put, paid to charter jets for the WNBA team that they own to like, to, to like help them like just get from place to place? Because these teams fly commercial, and now they're all like, the, the, the league office is all up in arms because, oh, you're giving your team an unfair advantage, mm-hmm. to sat in the third, and everyone's like, dude, are you fucking
0: kidding me with this? I heard that, yeah. I heard the Liberty received a fine because they, fla- they flew a private flight instead of a chartered flight. I saw something in Inescu. However, you say her last name. She posted something about it. But. Uh Either way, it's not it's not
1: your top. It, it's not the topic you want to talk about. Brittany Griner. She was going to the. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. So, but real quick, the max salary in the WNBA is like a quarter bill. So she feels the need to go overseas to make more money. Imagine if LeBron had to go play in Russia or Spain or France or any of these other major pro leagues to try and make ends meet, and he wasn't the actual billionaire that he is today. It's crazy the inequality in pay. I mean, it's got to be changed for sure. But yeah, I think I,
1: Brenner- I, I really I think it's I think they've done a lot since it was real. Like I remember Kyrie a year ago donated two million dollars to make sure that I forget what team, but there was a team he donated two million dollars to to make sure that everyone made more than the minimum. Uh, I think the, the Joseph Cy, who, or whoever his name is, I don't know his name. I know it was Cy. That's what made me think it was your owner. Um, he, right. A lot of teams are starting to pay for the, for these teams to fly private now. Like that, like changes in motion. Is it where it needs to be? Absolutely not. But I think the reason that Brittany Griner originally went over there was because of that was because of uh, the, uh, the inequalities that the, the WNBA had, it's only a 34 game season. And, and you know they they only make a hundred grand. I think that's why Britney originally started going over there because she knew that she could make Absolutely. more money over abroad. And she's not the only player who did that.
0: Definitely not. So yeah, I mean we'll see what happens. As of right now, I know WNBA officials have have reached out. You know she has a whole bunch of people in her defense trying to see if they can spring her out of Russia, but pretty. Um, <laughs>
1: Do you know, is she, still, is she still detained? Is she being held without bail or whatever bail constitutes over there? Or is she just someone, like, I took her passport and I said that you're not
0: leaving? She, I think she's being detained. That would be horrible. I'm going to try and find an answer to that because I'm very curious.
1: Putin is... He's a horrible human. I'm sure that... Yeah. She's detained still, so this is this is so very
0: difficult to get detained U.S. basketball star Bernie Briner out of Russia. Lawmakers say,
1: and, and you know, Biden's preoccupied with illegally invading the, the Ukraine. I I feel horrible for that girl because I don't foresee her getting out uh, anytime a soon. Nine smelled the
0: the narks in her bag. That's what prompted uh, them to check her. Damn, I didn't know that canines could sniff out babes. That's pretty.
1: Incredible. I I hope that like I hope that the the NBA can like get involved. Also, also, I'm sure that they have better contacts in Russia than the WNBA. Like, I I hate I hate to be I I hate to be the asshole that I sound like, but that that's another just that just another bad fuck up. I'm sorry, you're you're I I I could. I could blow this out of proportion a little bit and say she's, she's essentially running for her life. She wants to get out. She wants to get out of Moscow. She wants to go home. She wants to never come back. She wants to be safe in the United States. Like, I'm sorry, you need to go through every ounce of your bag. You need to like dress as conservatively as possible. You need to get the fuck out. I.
0: It is mentioned in this article that her LGBT might be part of the reason that she's being detained Russia. She's
1: very outspoken. Russia has very strict, very strict laws on on on, pro, on on oppositional propaganda to begin with. So I'm sure the the I'm sure the the whatever LGBT uh, activism she does over there probably raises some eyebrows. I I hope that they're able to figure this out. I really you know I really I don't know how they will be able to. And it almost sounds like the poor girl might be used as a poker chip.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that she's almost like a, uh, a hostage in a sense. Uh, but there is a, there's a petition that's going around 25,000 signatures. It's uh, I straight to Putin's desk, so make sure he's all signed.
1: Putin's out of the office, brother. Putin's out of the office. <laughs> Putin is
0: – anyway, we're getting <laughs> sidetracked here. We're not – we should –
1: we days. are we should we're not we're not talking we're not talking but, about that pray, prayers yeah, to people you can pray it's pretty, gets, yes. to pretty grinder she that gets. she doesn't get caught up in this bullshit um yes yeah that's so, that's a hard
0: to. i want to you know this this past week tim i asked you if you wanted to go to uh boston right and take a little road trip
1: yeah and unfortunately i have an asshole best friend slash co-host who's getting married and we have uh we have a bachelor party, and then we have another friend who's getting married and has a bachelor party and a few, a few other more important expenses. So, naturally, my spending cash is a little bit lower than it is normally. So, yes, whoever's listening to this, Jose wanted to go to Boston and see the game. I said no to be fiscally responsible.
0: And, instead, and the Nets lost. Out. But we missed out on a great game. And the Nets the lost. 130. The, next, the Nets lost. But we took and Jose, of-
1: had, Jose had his bet of parlay that didn't hit.
0: Yeah, it was close. It was so really close. close. It was so close, so close I could taste it, man. I know, Brown. Bruce Brown. Bruce, Bruce Brown put up some points in that game. I was happy with that outcome. Um, a lot. I've, I've been hearing a lot after that game that the Nets are are no better than the Lakers. That they are. Uh, that they're vying for a you know a play-in tournament spot, they're gonna be on the cusp of a play-in tournament spot, they might not reach the sixth seed, they might get bounced, they're in they're in the same position the Lakers are in. It's I mean, look, the Nets are in the position that they're in right now because Kyrie can only play half the games he's eligible for. And oh, everyone's very quick to forget that the Nets didn't even allow him to play until 20 to 25 games in because they wanted to try and make a stand against them. So they they weren't allowing him to play home or away games for a while. People are very quick to forget that. James right. Harden was an unmotivated player who had no intention of ever playing competitive basketball this year. Last year is another story. I still give him a lot of credit for playing. Through the- but
1: last, year you were the, last year, you were the 76ers. You were his ticket out, which, was, which gave him the opportunity to ride it
0: which allegedly the Sixers were still his first choice at the time, but we won't go there. But James Harden, you know, playing on one leg, after that this year, I completely consider a wash for him in terms of what he did with Brooklyn because you're seeing it now with Philadelphia in four or five games that he's played in. Dude's absolutely balling. KD's been out (laughs) for for the last 45 days, and people are saying that the Nets right now have not had – They're not figuring it out. They're going to be playing for a playing game. They might miss the playoffs. They're in the same conversation as the Charlotte Hornets. That's you know, that's embarrassing for them for what their standards are supposed to be. That's nonsense. And that's having had a chance to play healthy. We haven't seen Ben Simmons in a uniform. We have a very deep team. You look at the Lakers, the the, after LeBron, A D, and half of a Russell Westbrook, they're the next best guys in the league. We rolled even broken. Look at our bigs alone. You got dude, Lamar Doncic. You got Blake Griffin. You. you got Andre Drummond. You got in, at the wings. Forget the wings. At the point, you got Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Kyrie Irving. Are you kidding me? Those are three of the most prolific three-point shooters in the league. You got Bruce Brown, who's been playing phenomenal defense and giving you a little cherry on top by by, by getting you a 15-point, you know, performance for the last like 10 to 12 games. KD is going to be KD. He's looked smooth as ever in his first few games back. Where is there a weakness? Oh, and by the way, I forgot Ben Simmons. And whatever Ben Simmons gives you after what I've just described to you, Tim, that's a plus. He doesn't have to score the ball. He's got to anchor the defense. He's got to rebound the ball. He's got to push the ball. He's got to pass the ball. He's got to get assists. That's all we need him to do. He's your home. But we're not talking about much. He's your home point guard. I, I'm very uh, – it leaves a bad taste in my mouth that he's not playing on Thursday. I think he's got to get that Philly game out of the way. I think that he has to face – But he's the he's, go, he, he's
1: going there, and he's on the bench. He says he will be on the bench, which I, th- yes. I think – Yes. I think that lends to the air that, yeah, like, he really can't play, but fuck Philly, he's going back.
0: Maybe. You might be like, right about that.
1: Like I, and, like, he could very easily – they could very easily say – I hope he's you're right stay. about that. They could very easily say he's staying in New York. He's getting healthy here, and You're he'll right. be back for the home. Season. You're right I because think... he
0: hasn't even practiced with the team.
1: Right, exactly. Um,
0: so, so he. I yeah, dude, I, he gets, I, love kind of...
1: I love you. I it, love you. It's the juicy story right now that like, KD and LeBron are on the shittiest teams. Little does everybody know that they're the only reason that those two teams still have a chance. I think it's the same thing that like how after after five good games. John Morant somehow overtook DeMar DeRozan as some people's MVP favorites. It's it just it's it's the media playing people to the wind, and that's that's why I don't watch the Skip Baylesses and the Stephen A. Smith anymore because the the four games of whatever is going to make or break someone's opinion. No, Katie's Katie's say.
0: Are you saying are you saying the Nets are in a good spot? You're saying the Nets I think
1: are good. that I think the net I think the Nets are on the rise. I still think I still think that the road to the to the Larry O'Brien Trophy still goes through the East. I think that, I, I think that Katie, I think Ben Simmons is the only wild card. Like he has to be healthy in the month of March. That's the one thing. Like he, ha- without but him, be he a healthy, wild
0: card or is he a cherry on top? He, I think he's sweet. He, I feel like this team, has constructed with the veteran Listen, pieces that they have, it's, I think they could it? run it. it, it on, is... on Sunday they they lost to Boston because it's Katie's second game back, and they're playing the hottest team in the East. Austin's been the best team in the East for the last, like, 15, 16 games. Listen, it's – March. is phenomenal. He's an amazing today – today, to today is March
1: 7th. Today is March 7th. Katie has to play – I'm sorry. Uh, ben Simmons has to play by the 20th, the 25th at the latest because he also needs a month to ramp up with these guys and, like, play himself into shape. Like, that's why I say he's the wild card. Like, he could, like, if this back issue is an actual issue that keeps him out, I think you're fucked. But I think if he comes back, I think that you guys can run the tables.
0: So, after, after Thursday, we have 15 games left. So, if you're he talking has to about four weeks after that, seven, that's your number? That was going to be my yeah. question. I was going to say, if there's 15 left after Thursday, you're probably talking about 10, 10 games or so. He is he has that to pay enough in- for them to build chemistry?
1: He has to play in seven minimum.
0: <laughs> I agree with you. I think, yeah, I think the more the merrier. I think that it's got to be 10. Right? I, I think you need at least 10 because Ben Simmons is a unique type of player. And the it, only, if you look at the guys that Kevin Durant has played with, Russ, Harden, um, Steph, the only guy who compares for what Ben Simmons does is maybe Draymond. Draymond doesn't really shoot the ball very well. So I think he's going to have to adapt a little bit.
1: Right, I agree. I, I just, I'm like the only reason I say seven. I don't know your guys' schedule at all, but like they're not gonna let them play in, in back-to-back games. Like they're not gonna let them. Le- they're not gonna let them play like three and four. Like they Like it's like that's why I say like seven games because it, it fills stuff in. But again, like if it, if it, if March fifteenth rolls around, they're like, oh, you know, Ben is seeing another specialist about his back or. You know, uh, Ben was shut down because of still continuing soreness. Like this whole shit with LeBron's knee, that's his out. I really like LeBron. Like LeBron's knee is going to be the not the downfall of him, but that's going to be his out for the season. Like I just, are you trying to be me now? All right, chill. I've been leaning forward (laughs) this whole time. I got to get a little comfy. No, I feel you. That's why I say. That's why I say that uh, Benson is a wild
0: card. I agree, totally agree. One um, other points that I wanted to bring up on the Nets, there's quite a few things. I know this this is this is the Jose and Tim show. So watching that game on Sunday, first of all, I don't know how many lead changes there were. Usually these guys are great, the, the broadcasters that is, are great at showing you how many lead changes, how many game ties. None of that information, none of that bullshit. But it was a fucking hell of a game. I was, I was. You know, standing up, cheering, it really got into that game. I think I texted you at one point, and I was like, "This is the best game I've watched in a while." And yeah, it was. It was because like of, it was, because of my nuts. The was, TD Garden was rocking. Before the game, I was even watching the uh, the court side like warm up views. Marcus Smart was hitting three point shots from out of bounds over his back. Basically facing the opposite way not facing the basket, and the crowd was going nuts for it. It was a hell of a game. I was really impressed with it. And oh, and uh, that's the other point I wanted to bring up. Jason Tatum, my God, that kid can fall. He's twenty-four years old, and Mark Andrews and Doris Burke made sure that we knew it every single like five minutes. He's twenty-four. Any and work and he under just a three over Kevin Durant. He's twenty-four, and he just you know. <laughs> wasn't really a euro, but he like sidestepped to the basket. Hit a really he, did, nice he did like
1: ball. the slithering thing, yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah, like just really good poise, control, slowed himself down, like got right, got right to the rim. Um, but yeah, everything: three point shot, fadeaway, off the dribble, pass. He looks incredible. He's, I think he's, I think he has the most complete package in the NBA. And while I was watching that game on Sunday, I was thinking to myself, who would I prefer to start a team with? A guy like this who's just fundamentally sound and does everything right on the court from rebounding to passing to shooting and being efficient, you know, like the plus minus kind of guy, the analytical kind of guy? Or do I want somebody like John Moran? Somebody who's just free gaffing, 150% max effort on every single play but doesn't necessarily shoot the three ball very well, doesn't really have a mid-range game and can sometimes be out of control because of how fast they're moving. Their mind can't move at the same pace as their body. And I, you know what? I think about the champions in our league, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Like these guys are not the freak athletes, the guys who can jump out of the gym or be explosive. It's guys like Jason Tatum and Kobe and LeBron and all the other guys that I just named. Those are the guys who are fundamentally sound, who have poise, who have control in like big, big moments in a game, and they're the ones who can actually take you to that to that promised land. So I see so, you know I see a lot of potential in the Celtics having that kind of player on their team. I'd be, I'd watch out for them the rest of the way.
1: So the one thing that. Jason Tatum has the job Moran doesn't, I think, to my knowledge. Jason Tatum from high school until the person's death, what I'm gonna be saying. Jason Tatum was a guy who regularly studied under Kobe. Like Kobe retired, he opened yes, what is it, the Mamba Institute or some shit? It was something to that effect. The Mamba Institute, the Mamba Academy or something like that. Yeah. And Jason Tatum every summer was out there and he was working with Kobe because Kobe would Kobe was really trying to give back to the younger to the younger guys and like really try to help you know help the game of basketball come forward. I weirdly think that that's just one thing that keeps that would that would make, want me to take Jason Tatum more than Ja Morant, not to not to discount Ja by any means. I just think that Tatum is older. He knows how to do this more. Ja is still Ja still growing in his own way. Like he's gonna get there. Jason's is more for our head. And also, I don't but, know, like.
0: But, but Jason Tatum, my counter argument to that would be, Jason Tatum, is, is, well, he was a shooter coming into the league too. He wasn't, right. There wasn't a question about whether his jump shot could translate to the NBA level. There was a question about John Morantz, just like there was a question about Derrick Rose, just like there was a question about Markel Fultz and all these other guys. You know, like if, you, if you're not a shooter, you're not a shooter at the end of the day. You can work as hard as you want on it. We're still trying to figure that out with Ben Simmons out in Brooklyn. Yeah, um,
1: I I just think Jason's more of a more of a complete player right now than Ja is. I I I, 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 re, I think like I I could be wrong. I've never I've never seen this again. I could be wrong, but like you give like a five point game with four minutes left. And I had to choose between John Moran, Jason Tatum. Like, I just think Jason, I, I, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more of a believer that Jason Tatum's going to get it done just because of his game. I think he has so much in, I think he has so much in his toolbox that whether it's, whether it's a post-up game, whether it's driving to the line, whether whether it's driving to catch fouls, whether it's kicking out from three and just hitting it, yeah. Like I like I like ja Morant's in like that weird stage of like where Blake Griffin all he did was dunk and then he became a basketball player. Like Jaw's Jaw's almost there. Jaw is, like much closer than I'm, than I'm making it sound to being a oh, cult- absolutely. basketball he's player. A, again, he's
0: a potential MVP. I
1: I agree. But like he's like in like that weird spot that Jason Tatum, uh, he's in that weird spot that uh, that uh, the that Blake Griffin was in before Blake like really developed his all around game. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Blake, I mean Blake Griffin was high flying. He didn't really have a jump shot from anywhere. You know, right. mid, low, three point it wasn't happening for him. But Jaws at least got some of that. I mean, he's already pulling up from the logo, right? But yeah, I just still feel like. He, yeah, you know, he could have a little bit better of a jump shot. He could. I, I think he might be he might be stealing an MVP from Giannis or Jokic or Embiid. This Jokic here.
1: Sca- have you seen Jok- Have you seen Jokic's brothers on the sideline? Yes. Like they are, they are scary. They are scary are some
0: big me. human beings. Yeah, dude, you. That dude, family, I'm looking Imagine at what the it's no- like. Eat at a family dinner.
1: You feed them straight growth hormone. You need, like, reinforced chairs and a table. Wheaties. Dude, you got mad about Jason Williams comparing the Nets to the Lakers. Are you kidding me? I'm just reading the notes right now. Jason. J-Will, man.
0: Dude, <laughs> j Jay- That's the Lakers. J-Will. Same- come on, oh god, j Jay-
1: You're going to let Jay will get mad? You're, you're going to get mad at what J-Will has to say about shit, dude? Oh, come That's on. Entire-
0: that entire show. It's what Max, J Will, and Keyshawn. Keyshawn, low key, has the worst takes on sports radio history. They
1: fu- ESPN fired him, and the next thing I know, they were bringing him back. and I just don't quite get why.
0: That's because Tiny Tim didn't have a uh, contract. We got to get you a contract. I would. Ne- ESPN. I would.
1: I would never work for ESPN. I lied. <laughs> if, if ESPN came if ESPN came knocking on us, I would I would go there. Yeah, I them. was
0: gonna say if they reached out, you would have to.
1: I well no, at least I, start, I, it, get
0: some exposure, and then go to bar school.
1: Well yeah, but no, like, I, well first of all, like if they're if they calling me, they're taking they're taking you also. Like if they don't have Jose, you don't have me. <laughs> um,
0: add us to the ESPN Airways. Exactly.
1: Dude, I just I Jason Williams is stupid. He got nothing done. Like, he tell, like he has that one story. Like, uh, the one good thing he's added to life is that one Kobe story, that one, like, true Mamba story. Of like, I walked in one morning and I saw Kobe work and I saw Kobe working out. So I go through my pregame rituals, I go through my pregame workouts, I get my workout in, and I'm on my way to the sauna and I see Kobe still working there. At the end, we, we play a game. Kobe puts up 60 on us. At the end of the game, I find him and I'm like, Mamba. I saw you. How did you put that up? Like you were dead. You were working out. And like, how were you still working out when I was working out? And he goes, Oh, well, I work I kept working out because I saw you and I wanted you to know there was nothing you could do to, to there was nothing that you could do to make you better than me. I am better than you, and I will work and I will prove it to you every time. Like that's that's the only good thing Jason Jason Williams has uh, has done for like basketball. That yeah.
0: and that and that
1: and when, that and when Max Kellerman tried to say that Kawhi was better than Kobe, yeah. like that whole overreaction. That's like the only. That's like the only reason Jason Williams. Did this, I'm sorry that there's nothing that that
0: guy does. Sorry, Jay okay. will. us if you want to beef it, we'll yeah. come on your show. We'll defend ourselves. Absolutely,
1: I will. I will walk in with a Dave Portnoy shirt and I will sit my ass down and I will not get up
0: until I am finished. Set a time and a place, Jay. (laughs) Will are we done? So,
1: no, we're not done because you want to know something? While we were doing this, I got a Twitter, I got a Twitter notification from John Heyman. John Heyman is the (inaudible) 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 Jason. uh, I'm sorry, John Heyman is the guy to follow during the MLB lockout. So, he put this tweet out. About 40 minutes ago, word is MLB has offered $228 million luxury tax threshold for 2022, an 8.6% rise from the 210 in 2021. That seems reasonable. Also still have to work out CBT years two through five bonus pool and minimum salary. They work cl- in parentheses. They work close there. International draft picks, draft lottery—they were very close there. So, Jose, this is on the heels of the MLB holding firm at two twenty in their final presentation when the union won, when the union wanted two thirty for three
0: consecutive years.
1: For three consecutive years. So, the fact that the union, the fact that the MLB went up ten million dollars in one shot, makes me feel like they can get that, like they're. Like the, if if they get the first year done, do you think that that like that sets its tone like okay like it, it, you know to you know it, it, the, the the union says okay if you're gonna do an eight percent raise now then 10, 10 next year twelve next year they're uh eighteen the year after that like I feel like I feel like two two twenty eight three and uh, two thirty eight are not
0: that far apart. What do you think on that? I think there's a lot closer than 220 to 238 <laughs> for right. obvious reasons, right? And I think that that makes it a lot more competitive. But I do think that there's other things that you know the players' union wants to see done that still need to be addressed. The CBT is only part of that. But it seems, like C- it seems like CBT is
1: more. It seems like CBT is more than 50 percent of that because John Hammonds making it sound like if they get the CBT done, everything else is everything else is just peanuts on top. Like one I mean, of the things I don't that, really
0: get why the CPT is such a big deal because the teams that so, are going to spend, are gonna spend and the teams that are not are not going to spend.
1: So this is the this is the bias Mets fan in me.
0: So I heard everyone's afraid of Steve Cohen. Everyone's
1: afraid of Uncle Stevie because they think the, the Mets will spend three
0: hundred million. But eight million dollars and even eighteen million dollars is not going to make or break Steve Cohen. It's so not going to make a break Kim.
1: It's going to it's going to make a break the Pittsburgh the, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Kansas City. Uh, They're not going to come
0: close to two twenty anyway.
1: But were you surprised that like, like listen that aside, like they ain't because the, because the one thing that the CBT does is that it also it with the luxury tax up, it reinforces that the guys in the pre arb and. And, and arbitrations can t- can claim for more money, and that's what the small market teams are afraid of. They don't want to pay a guy on a t- they don't want to pay a guy in arbitrations thirty million dollars uh, for one year, because that's one thing they want to get away from. The one thing that I was truly shocked about, and I talked to pals about this, because Joey pals shout out Joey pals, he's very he's very intelligent when it comes to baseball. Why would the Angels be opposed to that? Because they are a big market team. They're in Los Angeles. They have a, a guy who, at one point, was the greatest player in baseball. I don't know if he still is. And they've like consistently spent money on guys. Like, why are they gonna? Vote, why are they gonna vote no to a higher uh, to a higher CBT when they're a team that's that fucking spend? They're
0: notorious for for spending on beyond their prime. You know, uh, they get they veteran free agents yeah they gave oh, yeah. they Robert gave noah Sin- or
1: 20 million dollars for like a, noah cinder yeah
0: they're throwing they're throwing cash at everyone I don't understand. besides that they, they get that. they
1: gave mike trout a half a billion dollar
0: deal also that and god knows what they're gonna have to pay shohei
1: shohei shohei i weirdly think he's on one of those you know games. by the way shohei
0: shohei is one of those guys Sorry to interrupt you. Who might be affected by the service time manipulation if if they wind up not counting this MLB season as a full MLB year? For
1: sure. But that's time. what but that's what I'm looking at right now. I think Shohei was signed to a deal the same way that like Yasiel Puig and uh, and for Cespedes were because he, they like he I don't I, he was a free agent. He was never signed. He was never signed to like uh, how I say this. He was never signed to a hang on, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, so he signed in 2018. He signed a contract in 2018, he signed a contract in 2019, he signed a contract in 2020. Last year, he signed a two-year deal. He signed a two-year deal. This year, he's slated to make five and a half million dollars Next year is his third year of arbitration and then after that he is the unrestricted free agent at twenty nine so i th- i thought that he was like a ya where he doesn't um he wasn't gonna he wasn't he was he was going to be treated as a free agent not a, uh, a a person who not a player who's considered in in, uh, in team control but they had to break the they had to break the it. bank for him. they had to give him like a Mike like a Mike trout s contract
0: yeah Absolutely. Nobody does what he does, especially if he comes out and has a dominant 2022 again. Same as last year. He's probably the most valuable player in baseball.
1: Yeah, all around. Who's
0: Who's the face of... I know you said that Trout once upon a time was the best player in baseball. Who do you think it is now? Tough question. Juan Soto. I'm not at Juan Soto
1: yet. No. Who are you between? I'm between too many people. I'm between Shohei Otani. I'm, I'm between him. I'm between Fernando Tatis. I'm between Juan Soto. Is nice. I'm, I'm, I'm between Freddie Friedman. I'm between Jacob DeGrom. Like, there's so many.
0: It depends what you're looking for. That's the problem. Yeah, I'm like... Choosing. Position players in baseball,
1: like I guess I gotta say, Shohei, because he's just he's someone who you can't afford to not like if you like if you take him off the field, like your team is just soft, your team is gonna suffer without. Yeah,
0: he raked last year, he and did, dude. Pitched, like the, fa- pitched to the a fact three or sub three year in
1: like, the fact that he didn't win – he's going to win a Cy Young and an MVP one year. Like, that's
0: just something that's going to happen. And to think the Yankees almost had it, man. I know. You guys we, thought, we thought we, we thought it was a lock, and then he said, I don't want to go to the Yankees. He realized that L.A. was closer to home than New York was. I, I think he also doesn't like the big market team. I mean, but, then I know why the, the, but then why the be in Eagles L.A., man? Right. What? But, come on, man the angels are a second fiddle to the dodgers always they are
1: but 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 they're in this, they're in the same los angeles market though like they they i just i
0: they're la L.A. Anaheim. L. A. so they are they're a little outside i think
1: so i had this conversation with my with my my uncles but who are really my dad's cousins on saturday night we were on arthur avenue for 4 hours after Fordham took down George Washington in basketball. It was a great game. Is there a scarier combination than Jacob? Like I'm, I'm asking you as a baseball fan, not as a biased Mets fan who believes it. Is there a scarier combination than Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer? Because I like, I feel like I like, just haven't, I I haven't appreciated
0: the situation that I have. I appreciate it, but am very weary of it because of. Max Scherzer being 38 years old, and the dude still, and he still cranks out 95, 96, 97. I'm right, I, I just wonder how long that could possibly last as somebody who had CC Sabathia for nine years, I think it was, and watched him deteriorate over time. Trust, me, but he like, got, but he got you a fact.
1: He got you a World Series, though. I remember that, and that that man. But he was remember. also
0: still in his 20s at the time. He was not 38. Stop actually,
1: damn. Yeah, that CG? makes sense. Yeah, I just yes, I, it was his first year, 09. Dude, that do you remember the play? Do you remember the uh, the players me uh, not the player, the um, the the award show that I went to with Ed for baseball? It was right before Ron started, it was literally right before Ron started. Like Mike Trout was there, DeGrom was there, uh, Mike Trout yeah, was there, yeah, 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 yeah. The dinner so right? yeah, yeah, Kate up Kate Upton was there, and oh my god, that is maybe the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life um the Once in a lifetime experience dude, we should go next year um uh, ed set that up me you and jose we gotta go um so fucking the he jose uh cc was presented with an award um and there was a ba- the baseball writer that he chose to introduce him i think he was a new york post guy i could be wrong but people say the most reliable things—they're not reliable anymore when the wheels fall off, like when it can't go any further and it stops. CC threw until he like he came out of that game. He came out of his last game on an injury. He literally threw until he couldn't throw anymore. And I just—I've forever ever since I heard that analogy, I've just appreciated him as just a player in the mo in the in the in the best ways possible. The fact that he just. He literally kept going until he couldn't go anymore. And just how much of a workhorse he is, it was.
0: and Depp were at that game, his last game against the South. I mean, it was a sad game, obviously, because we lost him because CC was going out for the last time. But I remember the ovation when he was coming in. CC, yeah. CC's about as loved by, uh, by Yankee fans as could be. I remember him coming. But, I remember
1: coming down. And he was crying on the steps, and I just wanted to cry with him.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at see. Hell guy. But going back to your question with uh, Degrom and Scherzer, yeah. MLB like one-two punches. Is there anybody who competes? I, don't, I want to make sure I'm not like overstating this.
1: Right, and I want you. To, I want you to set me straight on. Like, am I just being a bias or, Like
0: that? You got, like, Corbin Burns and, what, Brandon Woodruff or something. They, they were both, like, potential Cy Young candidates. Uh, you got... I really would love to do, like, Garrett Cole, Luis Severino, but we just don't know what we're getting out of Seve. Uh, I mean, the Dodgers, if they had uh, Kershaw and Bauer... I guess Kershaw's not at that level anymore.
1: People are saying that Bauer's not going back to LA, and I like.
0: Oh, I don't think so either. Why do you They're- think that?
1: Is too much damage has been done?
0: Yeah, I think that the Dodgers have the financial means to just be like, "Fuck you, we don't stand for that. We're just going to move on from you." Instead, he was an honor. go get someone else again. I get it, but I think it's I don't know. We'll it's see. like the
1: Cal, it's like the Calvin Ridley thing. Once once accused, always under suspicion type of thing. You think?
0: It's, yeah, and, and it's just a bad look for, for you as a franchise. I agree. So it's like, think, it's right. like a, a few years ago in the NFL, uh, Tyreek Hill had a video of him like hitting his son in the chest or something. Right. When, and this when, was right after, not right after, but a few years after, like the Ray Rice thing. And, and everyone was like, hmm, that's weird. He should have gotten cut by his team, and he never did. Like Says something about the Chiefs. Adrian
1: Peterson beat his son and that type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you think Bower will play game. in 2021? Yeah. Do you think Bower will play in 2022 or not? Mm. Bower playing 2022.
0: Like, I think I think I
1: think he's gonna get like a sixty game suspension or some shit like that. But like
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like how many games are we gonna play?
1: A real like, like a legitimate team is
0: Like a legitimate team.
1: A legitimate team, I think, would give him a shot just for like if they're in the playoffs and like I don't think he'll I don't think he yeah, get it out right PR here. Hit. Who cares? If you want
0: to win, who cares? I don't know. We'll see. Some guys, guys never make it back from that.
1: They let Michael this Vick guy's play. public image
0: is just down. What, who?
1: They let Michael Vick play again he drowned
0: puppies. Yeah, but look at Ray Rice, man. He, he had a really hard time getting a job after his situation. Ray
1: Rice was Ray, – so Ray Rice was – I don't want to say he was the guy that started, like, the, the movement of holding athletes accountable for crimes against women. But, like, Ray Rice got, Ray Rice got was seen dragging his incoherent wife's body out of an elevator after, after knocking her the fuck out where Trevor Bauer was accused of sexual harassment, the, the LA, LAPD or the, the city of Pasadena uh, police department and the district attorney's office all investigated. And then they all found that there were no ev- there was no evidence to pursue charges. A judge denied a woman's request for a restraining order. And like there were text messages that came out and confirmed that like, there w- that this girl lied. Like that's the one thing that, like, listen. I get optics, but like, that's the one thing that, like, I just feel like, like, it, it was, it was truly confirmed. Like, he didn't do what was alleged. So I like I, in my head, like, again, this again, me being the biased mess man, I think he'll be a pariah from LA. I think that LA will look to get rid of him for anything, and I think Uncle Stevie and will pay. I think <laughs> Uncle Stevie will pay whatever he needs to get him to, to get him. To and get then it won't him even him. be a
0: question. You'll have the best one, two, and three punch. I know. Then we just need a four and a five. Yeah, you got Taiwan Walker. And then we just need a five. Nate, was it Nate Peterson? Peterson? Some Not sure. he ain't the guy. Fuck it. We'll fuck we'll right. it. We'll, we'll play with a
1: we'll play with a four
0: man rotation. Who cares? Postseason style, all your tape. If money ain't no thing, Stevie Cohen should have dished out for Noah Syndergaard. He could have been your five.
1: They had a deal for him, and then LA, uh, then I, uh, Syndergaard's agent got more out of LA, because the Mets didn't have a, a GM at the time. So that's what he used to right. hang his hat on. Like I'm not comfortable resigning here yet because you guys don't have a you guys don't have a GM yet. That's right. Yeah. Right. What's your take on Marcus Stroman? Like, if I just said, what's your opinion on Marcus Stroman? What would you say?
0: I think he's he's a good pitcher, and he's very outspoken you think he's an asshole? Uh, I think he's an asshole. Well, I'm trying to think of specifics to defend it, but I feel like he's made certain comments about certain things that were kind of out of place. And I'm having a hard time recalling exactly what they were, but I feel like it's happened before.
1: He's accused Mets fans of being racist after the after they um like he weirdly thinks like, again I am gonna use LeBron like like he like Julius Randle Marcus Stroman they think they're on LeBron's level but they're not like they speak out against like the the G, they speak out against owners and you know and, and commissioners and. Like people, that people attacked them for it, saying, "Dude, who the fuck are you? Just shut up!" Like that was one. That was Marcus Stroman's biggest thing. He spoke out against Rob Manfred, or he yeah, he criticized the Mets hiring of either Billy Epler or uh, Buck Showalter, and Mets fans immediately came to the defense fe- of the organization. And was like, "Dude, you're not here anymore because we don't want you here. Like you're just a piece of shit." And then he started coming out saying. Mets fans started saying racist things to me all year while I was there. And just, like, I, I
0: don't even know how, I,
1: how we get on the topic of the market showing, but, like, just he's – I think he's an asshole.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, he definitely goes off that vibe. I'll, I'll hand that to you. Uh, this might have been the quickest show ever. I'm, I'm good. Are you good? I think, I think we hit over an hour. I don't think we did. My, I think it, it's probably similar to last week's episode. Last week's episode wasn't that one either. Yo, yeah, the, next t- the
1: next, the next circuit twenty point lead in the third quarter. Holy shit! And they're gonna lose it in the fourth. Dude, I lost my bet last night. Oh man! All I lost of that.
0: that money in my account. So, I'm done <laughs> dude,
1: I, I hammered the Clippers to come back. I hammered it, and I lost. Calvin Ridley, don't bet. Don't bet
0: anymore because it sucks. Um, Did you say the Knicks? Oh, wow, they swung point points in the third quarter. How do you stream Knicks games? MSG Go. There's MSG Go now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. How long has that been?
1: I don't know. I found it out because in Connecticut, I can't MSG and Comcast had a fight, so now in Connecticut, I don't get the fight. I don't get MSG at all, so I have to down. I downloaded the app. and I have to stream it to the TVs up there. If I want to watch hockey or basketball. Uh,
0: this is cool. I didn't
1: know you could stream Knicks games. So Jose, before we get out of here, I have to shout out one person, someone who I love very much, who I haven't talked to as much as I should during this whole pandemic and shit. But I need to shout out my brother, Ralph Massador. Ralph, Ralph, me and Ralphie boy. We became best friends when I worked in Miami. When we worked for that horrible, horrible, horrible fucking company that I will not say their name of Ralph and Ali were the only guys that kept me sane. Jose came down to visit us one time. Me, me, Ralph, and Jose, we had an awesome time together. Ralph, today was his last day in uh in the Air Force. Um, he uh is on He's on paid vacation for the next two months and then that will be his four-year mark. He signed a four-year commitment. He's out. He is now uh, beginning his next part of his life with his lovely wife, uh, I think lovely wife to be. I should know this. I'm an asshole for not knowing this. I don't even know his wife's name, <laughs> but uh, he seems very happy with her. She seems like a lovely girl. Ralphie boy, I hope you hear this, but I love you. Uh, congrats on Norman your success. Fuck Joe. Joe, Joe doesn't, Joe isn't gonna listen to this, but fuck Joe and fuck Joan, man, you, you, and, you and my brother in Miami, you're always my brother here, you get me through Miami, you make really, you you help me, you help me keep it together there and we've stayed in touch since, man, I love you, I wish you nothing but continued success and you and me are definitely, you know, now that you're out, we're definitely gonna be linking up some more, man, I, I love you to death and I, I'm proud of you for making it through, man.
0: I just got the next stream while you were going through that whole monologue there. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I really didn't know you could stream the next. I'm still dumbfounded by that. Why do you want to stream the next? They're going like to blow it. Exactly. That too. Fair enough. Anyway, what a show. Great show. Probably the best show.
1: I know. Episode nine. Man. What are we we got to do something for episode 10. What are we going to do? We got to talk about it this week. You know what like, I think? Tim, you, you
0: promised a giveaway two weeks ago and then you never did it.
1: No, I promised, based, I, I promised a giveaway based on someone messaging us and no one's messaged us about it. So I'm going to say it as if no one gives a fuck. I honestly, I don't know if people listen this far ahead. That's the one thing. That's the
0: one thing I want to know. Guys, here's should, the one thing. We should do something. Okay. We got to post it to our stories and, and put the instructions in like a bio or a story or something. You gotta tell people what to do, otherwise they'll never do it. Guys, I want to hear
1: from you. I want to hear you guys. Te- you guys either have to text me or message the account that I said. What color? What color do I have? What color am I gonna say right now? That's what I want you guys to message. I want you guys to message the accounts. The co- The color is red. If I hear you say the color is red, I'll know that you guys it's listen red. to the show. What's the color? The color. That's what you got to send us. It's red. Episode ten. We had uh, episode ten is going to be a fire episode thing. It might be a three. Hour, it might be a, It might be a Joe Rogan style podcast where it's a three hour show.
0: Will Dee be freed by next week?
1: Yes. we uh, the Rock with Us podcast is endorsing. Calling for the immediate release of Brittany Griner, who's being un, who's being held unjustly
0: in. We have Russia. reporters stationed outside her prison. We're not sending. Russia,
1: no, right? we're not going to Russia.
0: We'll never make it out.
1: We have three
0: reporters who are literally camped up eating ramen noodles outside of the precinct. But they they won't they won't protest because otherwise they'll wind up inside of the prison.
1: Exactly. We're not. We're not. We're not hoping for that.
0: Yeah, free, free Brittany, Brittany. Griner. Fuck fuck J, fuck
1: Jay Will. Fuck Rob Manfred. Shout out Ralphie. Hit the music, Tim. Hit the music. That's my
0: motherfucker. That's my line. <laughs> I'm
1: supposed to I'm supposed to ask you, Jose, are you good?
0: Tim, you good?
1: Jose, you good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Alright, love you guys.
0: Hit the music. Please Why don't you talk tonight?
1: Drugs got me sweating, but the room getting colder. Looking at the devil and the angel on my shoulder. Lane with oh, me, part with oh, me. Get high with oh, me, if you rock with me. Smoke with me, drink with me, playing with me, part with me. Get high with me if you rock with me.